In this uh, meditation, I'd like to offer some reflections and practice with regard to the possibility and the development of or the cultivation of our capacity for forgiveness. Is this coming through? Okay. And then uh, I'll also uh, offer a, a little guided metta meditation. But in the context of beginning the new year, perhaps it's useful for us to give some thought to what it may be to to enter into this cycle with a heart that is more free from what it carries of the past. And so just initially as we settle in, and I offer a few reflections before we do the practice together, it can be useful just to bring your attention into your body and to become aware of the movement of your breathing in your body as you sit here. Aware also of the way and whatever you feel as the breathing moves in your chest. So breathing through the heart center, the region in the center of your torso, the center of your chest. And so as you're listening to what I offer, you're in touch with your body, breathing, in touch with the heart without expecting it should feel any particular way other than just how it is for you right now. And forgiveness is a, in a way we could say it's a big topic, it's an important topic. We can maybe begin by just imagining, remembering or reflecting upon whatever it might mean to you or for you. To be forgiven, to be able to forgive. We may not know how that could come about, but just we could reflect a little upon that. The ways in which our hearts contract in response to pain or hurt or harm done to us or that which we care about or others. With blame, with judgment, with anger, with sometimes aggression and violence in thought and word and in deed. We can see that this doesn't serve our well-being or our world necessarily and yet not easy to free our heart in these conditions. So it's useful just beginning with the acknowledgement of suffering, of pain, of difficulty, and that sometimes it seems to have been caused by actions of others or ourselves for which we hold some enmity, some grudge, some resentment, some anger. Perhaps understandably. And yet if we feel into it, we maybe notice, we start to recognize that it's painful to us to hold on to anger and judgment 
or rejection of others or ourselves or parts of ourselves that we might yearn for, we might wish for some capacity to forgive and for the the possibility also of being forgiven. So in terms of Dharma practice, what I find really helpful, really important in this territory is to reflect a little bit upon one's own actions. And this is something as a practice for myself I do regularly. To just take time to acknowledge that in fact there are things I do things I have done and therefore probably also things I will do in the future. But there are things I have done that have caused harm to others, that have caused harm to myself. To allow oneself to acknowledge that, to see that. Because we can know more about experience when we look at what happens for ourselves. That we can know directly rather than thinking about what might be going on for others. And when I do this, when I contemplate this, I feel first of all a sadness, a remorse that's appropriate to see that that's really not what I wish to have done. But at the same time, an acknowledgement, the responsibility, yeah, I've caused harm, I've hurt people, often unintentionally, sometimes quite intentionally, or with an unconscious intention that was nonetheless intentional. And there's a kind of humility in acknowledging that. Just a kind of, oh yes, for all my high aspiration to cause no harm, I fail at it. And have done in the past, will again in the future. But if I look carefully and see, what I notice is that when I've done these things that have hurt others, or myself, It's happened because on some level I was in the grip of some pain or fear or sense of need that led me to disregard the need or situation of another, to be only concerned with getting what I needed, to be only concerned with pushing away what I felt threatened by, even if it meant pushing away someone else in a way that was hurtful to them. And when I contemplate like this, I have a sense of the the territory of the human heart in which we do at times get hurt and that we do at times cause harm. And it seems to me when I reflect in this way that it's the same for everyone. I don't think I'm so different than anybody else. when I see that my own pain has been the cause of my actions, together with some degree of blindness as well, of course, not realizing what was going on, not knowing how to skillfully handle it, some lack of development, some blindness, but also just pain, distress, suffering. This is really at the heart of everything we do. We're trying to take care of ourselves and those beings and situations we care about. And sometimes in doing so, there are other beings and other people or situations that we don't 
take care of so well or even cause harm to. Seeing this helps me to understand that there's no basis for really condemning or rejecting another or oneself. There's no real basis for closing our heart to another or oneself except the belief that somehow these things were done on purpose, deliberately to harm or to hurt, not recognizing the suffering from which such behavior and action arises. So just taking a moment to let those words be received, to feel into and sense what might feel true or useful for you. And if it doesn't accord with your experience, that's okay. If it doesn't seem real for you, that's fine for now. I'm just expressing it as I see and experience what happens in my own exploration. And so I'd like to just invite you to imagine something that I'm going to describe for you, a scenario, you could say like a story. Some of you may have followed this little journey before, so if you have, uh, do it this time again as if you're doing it the first time. But you could just imagine now that you are going for a walk in the woods, amongst the trees, somewhere you enjoy to walk on a sunny afternoon maybe, or in pleasant conditions. And as you're walking on the woods, you come across a small creature, a puppy. And you see it. And being someone who likes puppies, you reach out to stroke it. And it bites you. And just imagine in that moment your response. I know my response. It's like, bad dog. My hand comes up. I'm going to maybe think about striking it if I don't catch it too quickly. Certainly I'm going to teach this thing a lesson. Or something like that. And then just in that moment of anger, of judgment, of condemnation, here was I being kind and friendly and it's bitten me. Just in that moment, I see that its foot is caught in one of those spring-loaded steel traps with jaws that are sometimes placed in the woods to catch creatures. What happens then in the heart, in the mind, when we see this creature that's just bitten me and it hurts is in pain itself, in fear probably, desperately trying to find some way out of its predicament. It seems to me quite naturally the heart of anger and contraction softens into concern and compassion and the wish to help this creature. To extract one's hand from its mouth first would probably be skillful. It's not like, oh, it'll feel better if it gets to chew on my hand. That won't really help. That's not that we can't take care of protecting ourselves, but seeing, oh, maybe this being needs care too, here. And maybe we want to have a word to whoever put the trap there. That will be another part of the story. And just see, maybe this resonates for you, that process. I hope so. feels like a very natural 
possibility to me. And then imagine you're going for another walk just like this. And it's some time later, so you've forgotten all about what happened the last time. You're walking in the woods, it's fall. The leaves are deep upon the ground. And coming around a corner, you encounter a puppy. And then being fond of puppies, you reach out to stroke it. It bites you. And in that moment of reaction, you look at it, and you've been bitten, and you see that it's standing shoulder deep in the leaves. You cannot see its feet or its legs at all. What would it take for you in that moment to know its foot was in a trap, even though you couldn't see it? To me, it seems one would need to know that it's not the nature of puppies to wish to bite and harm and attack. Except if they're in pain or fear. And that's pretty much how it is for all of us. And perhaps we can see that's exactly how it is for ourselves. And from that place we find a different response to harmful behavior that doesn't accept that the harm should continue or be perpetuated or validated at all, that can stand up firm and strong, courageous and say, no, stop what is taking place. But in the heart we know it's not about rejecting or judging or simply responding with another attack. Because we know the nature of human beings and ultimately all beings. There's something profoundly sensitive and caring. And for me, this understanding is the, the basis from which I find it possible to move, to encourage gently my heart to move towards forgiving. And that's why I offer it and hope it may be useful for you. So again, just letting yourself feel the breathing that moves in your body. There may be thoughts and ideas of, no, no, it's not like that. They're really horrible, mean, bad people who did that to me or who are doing that to that which I care about. Hmm, could be so. But actually everything that anybody ever did in some way they thought was serving what they cared about, they might have been quite misguided in that. And that applies to ourselves. So in the practice of forgiveness, the place to begin is with the humility to acknowledge we have caused harm to others and to ask for forgiveness. And then to turn towards offering forgiveness to others, which doesn't mean we can do it straight away. It's not like I've decided to forgive people. I'm going to forgive that person and then it happens. It's not like we can make a New Year's resolution and then it just snap our fingers and it's finished. But it's like we turn towards that territory and engage with that process. That's what it means to unpack that kind of an intention. Having offered forgiveness to others, we can then offer forgiveness to ourselves. And there's some particular phrases that I'll use. 
that I'll offer you and that you can repeat them inside, back, as if you were speaking them yourself. And see when you do that if you can tune into what it might mean if this were so. Even if you're not quite sure you can do it, don't worry. You don't have to do it. Just see what happens for you in this process. Having reflected upon suffering and pain in ourselves, in this world, in others, having seen the the way it is perpetuated through cycles of holding on to anger, to revenge, to an eye for an eye, and the blindness that produces. We can begin from just the humility of asking forgiveness. And so, repeating this phrase to yourself inside, but speaking to all those beings, to all those beings whom I have hurt or harmed, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I ask your forgiveness. Please forgive me. And just noticing what it's like to just speak those words inside ourselves. As if we meant them. And again, to all those people and beings whom I have hurt or harmed, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I ask your forgiveness. Please forgive me. And there may be images that arise, feelings, memories, people's faces, situations. We may notice a sense of impact or we may notice very little or nothing at all. Whatever arises here, it's really okay to trust in the power of the intention to ask forgiveness here. Even if we're not quite sure if we mean it, it doesn't matter. And one more time, to all those people and beings whom I have hurt or harmed, through actions, or at times my failure to act. Whether intentionally or unintentionally. I ask your forgiveness. Please forgive me.
And again, just breathing with that. Being sensitive to your body and the breathing moving through the region in the center of your chest, the heart center. And just whatever and however you feel touched or not by these phrases and this practice, just to trust that that's okay. And really honoring the the goodness of the intention to ask forgiveness from one's heart. And having asked forgiveness in that place of acknowledging that we too have caused harm and need forgiveness, we can usefully then turn towards offering forgiveness to others. And being aware as I name that possibility what might be there for you, without demanding or expecting anything from this, to see if we can mean it when we repeat the phrases inwardly that I offer you. And so, to all those people and beings who have harmed or hurt me, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I offer you forgiveness. I forgive you as much as I am able to. And just breathing with that, seeing if you can feel into the meaning of what that might be. To forgive, to no longer hold on to the the weight of anger born of past, difficulty and pain that may have been caused by the action or inaction of others. And again, the phrase of offering forgiveness to others. To all those people and beings who have hurt or harmed me or those things I care about, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I offer you forgiveness. I truly forgive you as much as I'm able. And again, being gentle with yourself, particularly if there are images, memories that arise. There may be resistance. No, I don't want to. We can hold our anger as a a protection or a shield or our having closed our heart to another as a, in a way we imagine it protects us. But in truth, it only harms us and locks us into the pain that we could actually begin to release through forgiveness. 
And so whatever is there for you, or if nothing, letting that likewise be fine, just as it is. Maybe particular people, images, scenarios come to mind, or maybe not. Maybe anger arises in our heart, quite the opposite of what we wished for. Allow it to come if it does. Or numbness. And equally if there's a softness or a moistness that's there. But whatever is fine. And one more time, the phrase of offering forgiveness to others. For all those things, To all those beings who have harmed or hurt me or those I care about, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I forgive you. I truly forgive you. And again, just breathing through the heart center in touch with that resonant field of experience and just whatever is there for you right now. Trusting in the power of the intention to develop, to cultivate, to move in the direction of forgiveness We don't have to do it all at once, right now. But we can move in that direction. And truly it is a a precious offering we make to this world and ourselves to practice this. And having Taken a moment to practice the offering of forgiveness. We can then turn towards offering forgiveness to ourselves. But just before we do, if in any way you need to adjust your posture to be comfortable, (coughs) please take a moment to let yourself do so. To really not need to be battling or struggling with your body just now. And as you find a way that perhaps may be a little more at ease for you, gently breathing again with the heart center, softening into this warm and moist organic body that's alive right here, this beating heart that feels so deeply. Contemplating what it might mean to really forgive ourselves for whatever it is we may have done that we feel sorrow about, that we feel regret or remorse for. Knowing this isn't about judging or blaming ourselves, but understanding ourselves, 
our own vulnerability and limitations don't mean we should somehow be outside of our own heart. And so in forgiveness we're inviting ourselves back. All those parts of ourselves we may have placed outside of our heart that we have judged or rejected, that we're angry with or frustrated by. And so, repeating this phrase inwardly. For all the things that I have done, that have hurt or harmed others, or myself, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I offer myself forgiveness. I forgive myself as much as I am able. And again, to see if we can feel into what that might mean, even if we're not sure we can do it, even if we're not sure we want to do it. But what it might mean if we did. (sighs) And again, for all those things which I have done that have harmed or hurt others or myself, whether intentionally or unintentionally. I forgive myself. As much as I am able, I forgive myself. Again, there may be memories, there may be images, scenarios and situations may arise into our mind. Feelings, emotions may come in the heart, sensations in the body. And equally, none of those things may be what's happening for you, and that's fine. Just feeling into whatever it might mean for you. And trusting in the power of the intention to extend forgiveness to ourself, to our heart, to our mind, to our body for the ways in which they may have led us to cause harm to others and ourselves. And one more time, the phrase of forgiveness to oneself. For all the things that I have done that have harmed others or myself through body, speech or mind through action or inaction 
I forgive myself. I really, truly do forgive myself. And just breathing, sitting here, and just allowing this intention to settle in the heart, in the mind, in the body of self-forgiveness, just so far as you are able to do so. And trusting in the power, in the seeds that we sow through this intention that may continue to bear fruit going forward. It doesn't all have to happen right now. And to take a moment also just to honour the goodness and the nobility of the intention to forgive others and the intention to forgive ourselves, so important. So powerful, and something truly beautiful as an offering we can make. And so now just again bringing your attention into your body, feeling your body sitting here just as it is, this soft organic human body, breathing, feeling, just as it is, including this heart and this mind just as you are. And taking a moment to really appreciate this being that's here, so far as you can, just appreciating how hard we try to live well, how hard it is to do so, and yet possible more and more. To find the ways that support us in living well. And just taking a moment to extend a sense of appreciation to your body. Just starting at this simple organic actually quite complicated, but simple also, organic body that breathes, that lives, that digests, that feels, 
taking a moment to just acknowledge that of course it may have limitations. Bodies do. But nonetheless, how amazing, how fortunate, what a blessing that we have one at all. Of course it's challenging to have a body, but it's much harder to do this practice without one. And seeing maybe if we can bring a sense of friendliness and appreciation to our body. If there's anywhere that we struggle with that's painful, that feels vulnerable or limited, that somehow we just don't find it easy to like. (coughs) Because of some ideas that we have that aren't probably really our own ideas. We probably got them from someone else. That's usually how it happens. Ideas. And yet if we feel the body directly, it's not ideas that we find. It's not shapes or textures or, sorry, not shapes or colors or dimensions. It's not appearance or weight or size or color that we find. It's warmth and coolness. It's movement and stillness. It's solidity and fluidity. And in this, we can just acknowledge and appreciate the, the body that we have, perhaps. If there's somewhere that this may be hurting or sore, feels vulnerable or not so well right now, or maybe somewhere that we just, we struggle with in some way for some reason, perhaps we could take the soft, palm of our hand and place it gently in contact with such part of our body. You don't have to, but if you feel you might like to, it's just an expression of kindness, of touch, of friendly, appreciative warmth, comfort and soothing. And just see what it is to extend into this body friendliness, care, appreciation, or just allowing it to be as it is for now. Dear and precious living being, living body, for all its limitations, it offers us so much. And allowing ourselves to extend a sense of caring towards it. Friendliness and warmth. May this body be well and safe. May it be nourished and strong. May it be safe and protected. Whatever you might wish for your body. Just allowing yourself to extend that well-wishing.
And then having taken a few moments to just extend some kindliness and warmth towards this aspect of our being that we call body. For the last few minutes of the sitting, just settling quietly in to being. Right here with yourself and whatever is here with you, within you and around you. And there may be some resonance from the practices of forgiveness, from the invitation to extend some kindliness to your body. And there may not be. And whatever is true, whatever you find your experience to be, to trust that that's okay. And to be close with it intimate, sensitive, and present, breathing, sitting, just as you are. May we all in our practice together deepen in these beautiful qualities of forgiveness and kindness. May our hearts be released from holding on to the reactions born of the past in order that we may know the freedom of this living present. May all beings abide with kindness and forgiveness. May all beings abide with a heart that is free and tender.
So thank you for engaging in this practice of forgiveness and kindliness. It's something truly powerful. We don't always know the power of it or the impact in the moment or the period in which we're doing it. So even if it seems like not so much was happening, don't be surprised if you notice something moving in this territory. But don't feel you need to be looking for it either. We'll continue in the coming days to offer a fuller framework for the loving-kindness, the metta meditation of extending friendliness and kindliness to ourselves and others, which we just touched on in the latter part of the sitting. And if it's something you're familiar with, you're of course welcome to be bringing it in a little or more than a little into your practice. But we'll pick that up further tomorrow in the sitting at 3.45. And for now, go gently. It's time for yoga with Eowyn downstairs. And uh, for those who might choose instead walking and sitting, that option is there. So please continue in your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.